0: Hey everyone, Justin's nephew Jackson wants to tell you where to go if you want to support the show. Pay Pay. Jury Jury. Daily.com Nailed it! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Justin Robert Young daily program, a daily dose of the news you need viewed through the eyes of me. My name is Justin Robert Young. What's your name? Oh, really? That's a fun name. I wish I had your name instead of my name. I mean, my name's Justin. So so many Justins. Although, I don't know, are they still making new Justins? Who's the youngest Justin you know? That would be really cool if my name became an old man's name. Justin was the new Abraham. I feel like that would be really great. Although I'm sure there's a lot of them because there's been famous Justins. Is there a Justin in a boy band now? Or did Timberlake kill that? These are the questions that I stay up at night and ask myself. But then I go ahead and read news stories and then I tell my favorites to you. Do y'all remember the Players' Tribune? I have a question. Do you remember the Players' Tribune? Players' Tribune was a website. This is back when people thought that blogs would make money. Here's the concept. You, the athlete, are tired of having the stupid pesky journalists be the ones who tell your story. They always get it wrong. They want to focus on the wrong elements. They're going to bring up that time four years ago that you punched somebody you weren't supposed to punch. I just really wish I could do it myself. I could own it myself. The story could be exactly what I want. Also, I still need someone to write it. And thus, the Players' Tribune is born. It was co-financed, or at least it was brought in as a figurehead, Derek Jeter... Kobe Bryant was involved and their idea was, okay, so for big news, you're a you're a new uh, younger athlete. You're you're moving and shaking. You're a big deal in your industry. You can come on over here to the players' tribune and you can have a professional writer ghostwrite your thing so it'll be it'll read just as good as if you gave a journalist the story. And we're going to take really good photos and we're going to make sure this is all about the stuff that you want to get out there and none of the stuff that these pesky, bloodthirsty journalists are always hungering for. Well, much like many of the great blog powers of the aughts and early tens, we have now seen a decline. Despite the fact that the Players' Tribune was the home for for many gigantic pivotal announcements, LeBron James going back to Cleveland, Kevin Durant going to the Golden State Warriors. It now sits fairly barren because you needed a lot of money to run that site. And as it turns out, there wasn't a whole lot of money in blogs. (laughs) Oh, well, God bless you, Players Tribune. I miss you already. I wonder where the Players' Tribune will write about their next chapter. Now, here is a story that was massive in the wrestling world, and yet now is at a point that I think Normies would be interested in it. The WWE has a big money deal with Saudi Arabia the kingdom, they are going to come to Saudi Arabia and do two shows a year for various crowds. This is organized by the General Entertainment Authority of the oil rich nation. Now, you might know if you don't. Here's the real quick TLDR on Saudi Arabia. They are a theocratic autocracy. They observe religious law and they do not care what you have to say about it because the royal family, the House of Saud, is the law. Saudi Arabia is currently run by somebody who was initially thought to be a modernizing influence in Saudi Arabia. And complicated as this world is, he still might be. But he's got some of the old tricks including the fact that Mohammed bin Salman, the crown prince of that nation, got pissed off at a Washington Post writer who was living in America, and when the Saudi national went to go get some paperwork filed at an embassy in Turkey, well, let's just say Jamal Khashoggi, the writer, never came out. Allegedly, Jamal Khashoggi, the pieces stuffed in a barrel, did. And so it is with that that we now look at Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel was a big pay-per-view that went on for WWE last week. They had to then get from their show in Saudi Arabia on Thursday. It aired Thursday morning, local time here on the West Coast. And they had to get their crew and cast from Saudi Arabia, from Riyadh to Buffalo, New York. It's about a 17-hour flight. Well, that flight never made it. And now there is a tremendous amount of mystery as to why their plane was delayed 12 hours. Some of the, uh, uh, you know, rumors scuttlebutt around the campfire is that there was a payment dispute between Vince McMahon, one of show business's most famous flamboyant hotheads, and the Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. Now, who knows if Mohammed bin Salman was actually involved or if it was just some kind of dispute with middlemen, but according to these rumors, which we don't know, Vince McMahon threatened to not air the pay-per-view live. That led to an hour delay on Saudi television. And in response, the Saudi government decided that none of the WWE wrestlers were going to leave. And so they didn't for another 12 hours. This led them to miss their commitment for Friday SmackDown, which is now on broadcast television, on Fox. When will we ever know what really happened? Probably never. Because WWE issued a press release that they are going to extend their relationship with the Saudi Arabian government for another five years. Don't you love it when couples who are fighting just kiss and make up? All right. We got some positive news to send you out uh, into the weekend with. Are you a millennial? Let me ask you a question. Are you a millennial? A lot of complicated feelings about that these days. Well, according to Blue Cross Blue Shield, if you are a millennial, don't worry. You're likely going to get sick and die faster than your parents. Hey, (laughs) what a fiesta to bring us into the weekend. Moody's analytics writes that uh, in examining millennial health patterns, several interesting and concerning findings come up. Among them are warnings of a millennial health shock, quote unquote, a phenomenon that they compare to the Vietnam War and the AIDS crisis. Analysts hypothesize that the major generational difference can be chalked up to a rapidly increasing behavioral health problems, things like depression, hyperactivity, and substance abuse. Between 2014 and 2017, rates of depression and hyperactivity increased 30% among millennials compared to Gen X. Millennials between ages 30 and 39 are less likely to die from boring things like heart disease and cancer, but are more likely to die from accidental overdose, suicide, and homicide. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Uh we don't have enough for high thoughts this week, but we do have an email. <laughs> Open Bayou writes, hey, Justin, I feel like people are missing an important detail in the leaked uh, ABC News anchor upset legal squashed your story story in 2012. ABC News did a story on pink slime, the process of using beef byproducts uh, in other food materials and a freak out occurred. The company that used pink slime sued ABC for $1.7 billion a few months later in 2012 and then settled in 2017. The interview occurred in 2015 and ABC News was facing a massive libel suit at the time. Management wouldn't take any more chances on high-risk stories like Epstein. Uh, Thank you, Open Bayou. Uh... I buy it, but I don't totally buy it because while Epstein would have almost certainly sued, it would not have been for a number in the 1.7 billion range because the pink slime story, you could say actively affected the sales. Like immediately once that horse is out of the barn about pink slime, people are buying less of that product, right? Especially the products are being named individually. If you look at libel and slander law, it is very onerous to prove stuff. You really have to go out of your way to prove that this was actual malice. So in the Epstein case, he certainly would have sued. And I'm sure the the royal family would have sued. A bunch of people would have sued. But those cases tend to go nowhere. You are well-entrenched public figures. You have multiple people that are backing it up. The defense against libel is truth. And it'll be harder for them to claim damages on reputation. At least all I'm saying is I don't doubt that that was used in in terms of becoming rational or rationalizing why this story couldn't run. But for an organization like ABC, if they really thought they had the nuts with that story then I don't know. I guess I would say I buy political pressure of, we don't want to step on those toes. We don't want to get 86 by the Royal family and never be able to interview Kate and will or any of their little kids or whatever. Like you look at where the Royal family is now to piss them off today is to basically say that for a generation, you will have no access to news stories that draw tremendous ratings. I buy that as a business decision more than I buy they were in the middle of a, a, a massive libel lawsuit and now they're thinking twice about it. At least for me. That 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 that's what I would say. All right. That wraps it up for us this week. Dustin, Robert H., Brian C., M. Trade the Melodic Command, Adam, Middle Aged Mike, and Harry Lee Smith are our producers. You can email me, JuryDaily, at gmail.com, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at JustinR Young, and you can join our Discord at bit.ly slash jury discord. You want to know who went over there and gave us stories? Well, the WWE story came from Dav, the Millennial Death story came from MacBook Pro, and the Players Tribune story came from P. Lizzle, but until I speak with you all on Monday, is your old boy Justin Robert Young saying? Please give a round of applause to Mr. Wacky, and more important, please, sir. No.